Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Gold Standard Podcast production. Rob Stats Guerrero here, joined by a very special guest today from Football Night in America and Pro Football Talk Live, Chris Sims. What's up, Chris? What's up, Stats? Good to be here, man. Uh, good to be on the Gold Standard Podcast. Oh, my gosh. 40 Why are you going to say it like that? Gold Standard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so conflicted with the 49ers. You know, I, I hated them growing up. They ruined a lot of Sundays for me. Right. And then the 49ers and Joe Montana beating my dad and the Giants and all that crap. And now I got, you know, one of my best friends in the world coaching the damn team. And now I'm a 49ers fan. So it's it's been a weird turn of events. Well, welcome aboard. That's all I can say. Yeah, thank you. You are in. I don't want to say in the middle because you're not in the middle. You're towards the end. You're in the top 10 of the Chris Sims quarterback countdown right now. And as always, every year you off 49er fans with this countdown. Like it's like clockwork. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they were off about Trey Lance's rankings. How do they feel about where I ranked them the last few years? I don't think I was that far off. Right. I mean, again, it's not about I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. There's a lot of good damn quarterbacks in football. It's not just a ranking on what you did last year. Last year, of course, has a lot of, you know, importance. That's what I try to tell people. But it's not everything. I'm not going to put Geno Smith you know, above Russell Wilson, where Russell Wilson had 10 great years and then had a below average year and Geno Smith had one year and just go, oh, he's better than Russell Wilson in totality. No, I'm not. 
you know, with certain guys, you got to see a little bit more first. There's some questions I have about their game that I got to see before I can put them in, you know, higher up in the rankings or whatever else. And, you know, that that's where, uh, not to say I'm right, but hopefully I can add some context because I think we're all stuck in this era of stats. You know this, where it's just, it's wins and it's stats. And it's just like, well, come on. If we just want to make it that, then I'll just go on one of these stat things and whoever has the most touchdown passes and we'll just rank the quarterbacks in that that order. Like, that's not fair. There's a lot that goes into that, the team, the support. And, uh, you know, that's why sometimes I think it surprises some people about where guys are ranked. I listened to what you had to say about Brock Purdy. And I want to start with Brock because he's the presumed starter. Everything we're hearing is that he's already throwing a full-size football. He's had multiple throwing sessions and everything looks good. One of the most intriguing things I thought you said about him was that he has veteran eyes. Can mm. you explain what you meant by that? He's got veteran. He, he plays the position like he's been around for five or six years where, you know, there's, hey, there's rules to playing quarterback and rules with certain plays where, Hey, if they play this coverage, we might want to play this concept here. If they play this coverage, we might want to play this concept there, right? You know, if they play this coverage, this guy should be open. And he's great at, oh, wait, they're playing this coverage. Shanahan told me this guy will be open, but he'll look over here and move the safety and manipulate the linebackers. And you're kind of like watching him going, man, where's his eyes? And then, boom, he comes right back to where he should and throws an accurate football. So he's really good that way. Mostly – you know, you know this. Most fans who watch football, they hear people announcing games say this. Young quarterbacks, they drop back and, wait, coach said to look here, and they just look there and they stare it down and, and they throw it. And that leads to interceptions at times, guys breaking on the ball. So that's where I was really impressed going back and watching him for a second time and just the little nuances that he has as a rookie, very impressive. You don't see that ever, very, very often. So you're saying essentially that he was doing things I don't want to say outside of the Shanahan system, but in addition to the Shanahan system that helped him be successful because I have trouble separating like any quarterback skill in this system from all the good stuff that Kyle dials up. Well, yeah, Kyle dials up a lot of good stuff. He coaches the right way. It's all delivered by the Shanahan system, but those little things that he does just help the system out just a little bit more where it's like Shanahan, if he was, you know, coaching a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Kirk Cousins, you know, he'd expect them to do those type of things for sure. That's what a good quarterback does. Brady for years. Let me look here. I know I'm going to throw over here, but I'm my head's over here and I'm kind of looking into the corner of my eye just to make sure, wait, is this underneath safety there? Okay. He's not boom, throw it. Right. And that's what he did. That helps just keep windows open that Shanahan, you know, designs the game plan for and everything there. And of course, as you know, you're in the NFL, you're playing some guys who, hey, they study your offense. They study what you're doing. You know, they study the where eyes go and things like that. And, you know, those little things are, are what, you know, can be the difference in completing a pass on third and seven and it being an incompletion and punting the ball out. One of the things that I'm nervous about is I have seen a quarterback play well in this system for a short period of time. In 2017, I'm old enough to remember Jimmy Garoppolo, and I was fully on board the Jimmy train in 2017, and it ultimately didn't work out. I'm going to throw up a graphic that I fully admit I stole from the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast, Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo. The numbers are pretty similar in some areas. Please tell me why Brock is for real, whereas with Jimmy Garoppolo, it ultimately didn't work out. 
Well, I think with like Brock, hey, the touchdown to interception ratio right there, he's got a little bit better of a governor or a break of like, hey, this is aggressive and this is stupid or reckless, right? So that's the first thing I would tell you that he's got an, uh, uh, he's got an advantage on, on Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Garoppolo, he can he could be like, oh, my gosh, what a drive. And he's just tearing everybody up. And it's a drive. Boom, 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 boom. And then we're at the three yard line against the Miami Dolphins. And we just throw a stupid interception into a group of four people. Right. And you're like, what? I mean, he just was awesome down the whole field. And all of a sudden he does throws off his back foot and just goes, hey, here you go, other team. Right. There's, there's stuff like that where Brock Purdy wouldn't do that. The other thing where I would tell you he has an advantage on on Jimmy Garoppolo, and again, I don't think he's as good as Jimmy Garoppolo yet, but there's more potential, is there's more of a backyard element. You know, Garoppolo was completely dependent on Shanahan delivering plays in the system all the time. Brock Purdy, as we saw last year, you know, he can break the pocket and extend plays, run for first downs, run for touchdowns. That's something that the offense hasn't had. And I think, you know, that was part of the reason I think what Jimmy G sometimes led to him to dumb decisions. Cause he's like, Oh wait, I can't run. Nobody's all, let me see if I can squeeze it in there. And it's like, Oh no, that's, that's an interception. That didn't work. Right. And Brock's got a few more avenues of like, Hey, get out of jail, you know, free cards where he can make something happen. And that's where he certainly has an advantage. I think over Jimmy Garoppolo. 100%. I felt like the longer the play went on with Jimmy Garoppolo, the scarier things got. I don't feel that way with Brock. Um, the one thing I think that has some 49er fans worried with him is it seemed like the longer he played, I don't want to say the more he struggled, but I felt like defenses adjusted a little more. They knew he liked to bail out to his left a lot of the time. And Brock himself even said he would bail out of some clean pockets when he didn't need to. Right. It was almost like the longer he got in there, he got more comfortable and he kind of deviated from what Kyle was telling him. Well, yeah, I think, you know, again, it's, it's, he's young, he's learning on the fly. It's not an easy situation. You know, I think like you said, I don't care who you are. Once teams start to get, Ooh, three or four games of film on you, you know, there's little habits that you form that teams start to go, Ooh, wait, he likes to throw here in this situation. He likes to move here in the pocket. He likes to spin out this way. So that makes life harder. But Shanahan's the master at keeping people off that type of stuff. And then I think just from, listen, this is where the things Shanahan's told me about this guy is that he's always looking to get better and adjust and tweak and, and evaluate himself to, to fix the things that might be an issue on a weekly basis. So he's not perfect, but, you know, I think there's, there's enough talent there and a love for the game and a knowledge that, Shanahan, the 49ers go away. We see something here. We can work with this guy. Definitely. Do, do I wish he would tighten up his motion, throwing the football a little bit? Certainly. You know, were there a few games here and there where I'd go, Ooh, he's got a little, get a little bit better at throwing the ball outside the numbers. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but he could get a little bit better. Right. You know, some of that. Sure. Um, uh, you know, throwing the ball with a little bit of power. And did he miss some throws? Like think about the Seahawks game early on, oh, right? The Seahawks game. Right. First half he missed you guys. The, the 49ers left 10 points, 14 points on the board. He missed wide open receivers. So there's some things about his game that needs some polish, but things that I look at and go, I think he can do it. He showed me enough that he can do it. And then what I hear from Shanahan and other people around San Francisco is that, you know, he's made of the right stuff to make those corrections and get better. So, Clearly, you've talked to Kyle about this. Do you get the sense that Brock is their guy, they're all in, and, and that's what they're going to do going forward? 
I do. You know, I, I don't think I don't think Kyle would have any issue with me sharing that. Now, again, like it doesn't mean crap. I know Kyle believes in him. I know that. Yes, he's told me, you know, I think he sees a lot of specialness about the guy. But just because he sees that and if we get into, you know, week five and he's throwing interceptions and doing dumb stuff. Well, we know one thing about the Shanahan's and Kyle Shanahan, too. He ain't afraid to make a tough decision and do what he's got to do and go to somebody else, you know, and rip the Band-Aid off and go, okay, I know, you know, the public might get on me here, but I got to do this to make it happen. So, and that's where Sam Darnold comes into the conversation. And then, of course, the health of Brock Purdy and how quickly, you know, he can get up to full speed and throw and, and play to his, his top abilities once again. Okay. Let's get to Sam Darnold. Let's get to it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to say this as diplomatically as I can. Which is, means you're not. Sam Darnold sucks, Chris. He Don't sucks. say that. Don't Why say that. Do people act and talk about Sam Darnold like we haven't seen him play for 56 games? Well, He's not well, any good. Well, I, I get that. I get that. I think, though, okay, you know how I work. And I know you're smarter than that, than what you just said there. I know you are. And I'm going to make you smarter right now. One, okay, Sam Darnold's got physical ability to be a damn good quarterback. Like, Sam Darnold's got a stronger arm, a quicker release, and quicker feet in the pocket than Brock Purdy, right? So there's something to work with right there. There is. His ability to play backyard football is pretty damn good. I mean, it's up there, if not maybe better than Brock Purdy, his ability to run. You know, and where I would say he's not as good as Brock Purdy of his overall feel for the game. Sam Darnold has a little bit of what we talked about with Jimmy Garoppolo, where you go, man, we've had three great drives in a row, and all of a sudden, we, what? You did that throw? What are you doing? Why would you make that decision? You know, we're up by two touchdowns. Why are you throwing a jump ball post route into four people, right? It's stuff like that. But that's coachable stuff, too. 
And that's where Shanahan comes into play. And stats, what I would throw on top of that, like if you had to pick, and I don't know if you can swear or not, but we're going to start a new gold standard here. If you had to pick some <laughs> shitty situations over the last few years, man, quarterback in the Jets and with Adam Gase and quarterbacking the Carolina Panthers with Matt Rule would be up towards the top of the list of the situations I can throw out there for you. And I don't care who you are. You know, you've heard me say this before. If you're around and it's all around all the time, it's going to get on you and you're going to start to smell like And it's hard to overcome all that. I think you put him in a situation in San Francisco with a coach that he's never had before, talent around him that he's never had before, that he can open up some eyes and show people all that he has to give. And that's where I would be hopeful on Sam Darnold if I'm a 49er fan. The Panthers said all that same stuff, right? Oh, it was all Adam Gase's fault. We got him now. And then they had him for a year and they immediately traded for Baker Mayfield the next year. And Baker took his job. I know, but like, they made a scapegoat out of him. They didn't want to like evaluate themselves and go, oh, our offense stinks. And I want to, I should fire the offensive coordinator or the head coaches and made for the NFL. So that should be the issue. This is, this is why I make this list. I try to add some context into things a little bit at times and go, I don't care who you put in Carolina at the start of Matt rule. You're going to put Tom Brady there. And instead of being, you know, three and 14, they would have been four and 13. Oh, whoa. What a big improvement. There's too much to overcome there. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be now for the first time in his life. He's going to go, whoa. Well, first off, I want to say you saw the end of last year. They jumped back in the playoff conversation. Well, they did some things at least that helped him a little bit. He did some good things. They ran the hell out of the ball. Okay. And one of those games, Chris, he was 5 of 15 for 43 yards with two picks. Okay. That's the magical six games at the end of the year. But they won, so there he gets was, credit for that. Well, there was uh, I could say the same things about Brock Purdy, too. That's fine. Know? Okay. So, but you're not allowed to say that, you know, because well, it's Brock Purdy, he won. He, but Brock Purdy's 23 years old, and Sam Darnold's played 56 games. They're in different places in I their know, career. But Sam Darnold is, like, still, like, what is he, 25? I mean, he's young. He has never had anybody that's really, really special teach him ball. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be the first time in his career he's going to go, whoa, I got a coach that's cutting edge. I got an offensive line that we can we can almost run the ball at will, right? And then I got guys where, oh, it's one-on-one with Debo. Oh, it's one-on-one with Ayuk. Oh, it's George Kittle down the middle. You know, that's to me where – Hey, it's, it's tough to play. It's a team sport. And all I'm saying is I think sometimes we forget that and have some faith, Mr. Gold standard and your head coach. Okay. He, I have no faith in him. Well, you should, you jerk. You should. I mean, geez, you've quarterback been- spot, he's done nothing but screw it up since he's got there. Well, I guess you could say that to a degree. Uh, I mean, somewhat, I understand it's not perfect. We can certainly look at it, but damn. Okay. I mean, he got Jimmy Garoppolo and you went to the Super Bowl. You went to an NFC championship. You know, you got Brock Purdy, you went to the NFC championship again. So, you know, this is not this is your coach is legit. He likes Sam Darnold coming out of college. I know that. And I think yeah, a lot that's of people why he's there now. Well, I think a lot of people though look at that Sam Darnold the same way and go, man, there's a lot to like about him. He just can he get in a situation where he can show us all that he has to offer? And all I'm arguing with you is that he hasn't been in that situation yet. 
I just want to know when is it going to be Sam Darnold's fault and why is it that he's played 56 games and people are willing to hand wave away all of the bad that we have seen. And you admit there has been a lot of bad. Yet Trey Lance has four starts. One was in a monsoon and one he got hurt in the first quarter and people have decided already they know that he can't play. Well, because everybody's seen Trey Lance. They see him in warm-ups. They see him at practice stats. They oh, see the decisions and throws he makes in games, and they go, oh, my gosh, how can that work if they can't even do it here in the perfect environment? And then he hasn't played games. His college career wasn't even the same class as Sam Darnold. You know, he hasn't had to play the extent. If if you put Trey Lance in the Jets in Carolina, whoa, holy crap, Ola, come on. So I don't think that's fair there. I, oh, I think it's totally fair. Uh, I mean, I, that's, if the that's... 49ers were so good at evaluating players in practice, they never would have brought Jimmy Garoppolo back last year to begin with because they would have seen Brock Purdy and they would have just had him back him up. So I can't buy that argument. Well, well, well like why? I mean, what, what they, they tried, they saw how bad Trey Lance was at, at practice and that's why they brought back Jimmy Garoppolo. But why couldn't guy on their team? They didn't want, and they had him bring him back. Now, you can get into, yes, they misevaluated Trey Lance or whatever else. Sure. I mean, yeah, I hear but that. Why couldn't they tell that Brock Purdy was going to be good if they're so good at evaluating quarterbacks that's in practice? Your job depends on things. Do you really want to trust the guy that's been on the job for 20 days and be like, hey, we're a Super Bowl team. Here, guy that's never done anything before, take us there. Right. If they evaluated these guys so good in practice, why not? I mean, hell, they were going to give the job to Trey Lance and he's in the same boat. It's easier said than done. And maybe he wasn't looking like that in early training camp and not capable to give the team the confidence that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of factors into that. You know, again, I know we can all sit here and question Shanahan and the quarterback thing. I get it. I know. But but at the same time, too, you got to give him credit where he deserves some credit. And I think the fact that what he did with Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, how he made Nick Mullins look at one point where people were talking about it's the six greatest games in the history of football (laughs) and all that crap. I mean, that has to go on Shanahan's credit, too. Now, the quarterback thing, I get it. And we're all going to question that. I get it. I'm, I'm his best friend. And damn, I question it, too. But I don't question like how smart the guy is, how he can lead a football team and how he can coach offense. That I know is damn special. I love everything about Kyle except for two things. One is how he handles the quarterback, and two is his game management. The next time you talk to him, can you please tell him not to trot out the kicker on fourth down in the red zone? Please, just one time, tell him to go for it. I'm begging you. Well, like, like he'll go for it if he feels like it's the right thing to do. Oh, he never you know, goes. So you're one of these guys now that's just – but see, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick up for them there. First off, the go-for thing's way overblown. Like, what did you do? Win the last 12 games of the year and you're talking about this? Like, what? I don't understand what you're so mad at. Go for it. He did everything the right way because he knew his team's better. Kick the field goal, your defense, his offense will go down and they'll have another chance to score. So I disagree with you. I'm not going to tell my friend that. In fact, I'm going to tell you, my friend, to shut up. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't take it, man. God forbid there's a penalty in the red zone. You got the four R's, three runs, and Robbie Gold. That was the game plan for the 49ers in the red zone. I I know, but, you you know, it's 13 and four stats. Don't be such a crazy fan all the time. That's true. Um, Before I let you go, I want to get to Trey Lance because there's a couple of things that I specifically wanted to ask you. 
What the 49ers are selling you with Trey Lance is that the broken finger in the preseason of his rookie year didn't heal right, and it basically threw his entire throwing motion out of whack. That seems crazy to me, but you played quarterback. You grew up with a quarterback for a father, so I want to ask you, does that hold water? No, that does not hold water in, you know, my cousin Vinny or any quarter of law or football <laughs> anywhere. All right. So I'll throw that challenge flag out to Shanahan and Lynch whenever they want. Um, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, the, trying to put a Band-Aid on it, make the situation look better. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a little of that. Did it affect them? Do it agree? I'm sure. But Trey Lance's motion, I saw – his rookie year before he hurt his finger or last preseason or in week one was the same crappy motion I saw coming out of North Dakota. All right. I don't mean to say that. Like I'm saying that to be funny with you, but yeah, that's the reason I had him as the six rated quarterback that year. I just did not think his throwing motion could be replicated time after time after time to be consistent and accurate throwing the ball. And it's still an issue. It was an issue last year, and I'm not sure it can be fixed. You know, I don't know if he's truly a natural thrower of the football. Like, natural throwers of the football can tweak and adjust things, right? I, I know you saw me with uh, Joe Burrow last summer, right? Mm -hmm. Right, Joe Burrow, natural thrower. He said I made some tweaks in my motion so I could throw the ball harder and cut it through the wind in the ASC North. Those guys can make tweaks. The unnatural throwers – those are the ones, Tim Tebow, okay, Trey Lance. Well, he's not Tim Tebow. No, he's I don't mean by that. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just talking about just purely when I'm talking about unnatural throwers, I don't know if they can be fixed where when people go, well, you can't fix anybody's motion. I'm going to go, no, no, Tom Brady tweaked his motion a number of times throughout his career. Patrick Mahomes has as well. Joe Burrow has as well. Natural throwers can. And that's all I was trying to say with Trey Lance. I don't know if it was ever in him to be a natural guy. And I still, I still question that right now. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jeff Christensen, who Lance is working with, said it usually takes him a day to diagnose problems with somebody's throwing motion. With Lance, it took four days. How can his motion be that messed up that it took four days to diagnose? Because I think there's a number of things where, you know, you, you crack through it and you go, oh, wait, there's an issue there. And then you watch another throw and you go, oh, gosh, he does that, too. OK, all right. And, you know, fixing one thing is hard enough. Fixing mm -hmm. one thing is like that. that's going to take fifteen hundred reps to get that out of your system let alone wait, you know, he lets his arm drop too long. His whole body goes like this as he's about to throw the ball. His head moves when he throws the ball. He leans forward on his front foot. He doesn't turn his front shoulder when he throws. There's like, there, there's more than four things. It, it probably took me six or seven days to fix them. And I'm pretty good in that department. So yeah, that's where I worry about Trey Lance. I think that's why there was rumors about him being on the trade block and maybe teams calling or them calling teams. You know, because uh, I think there's a little bit of weight 
can we fix them? I don't know about that. That would be my two cents, right? And then the just the overall perception and everything around the situation right now, I'm not so sure it hasn't become too hard for Trey Lance to overcome and a new place and a new start might be the best thing for him. What perception? The, you know, he's the third pick of the draft and he's a bust and it didn't work. And, you know, the things I'm talking about right now, I don't know if he's a natural thrower and all that. You know, I see a clip on social media this weekend, him going with the bags and throwing a ball 10 feet over a guy standing still, right? Yes, I saw that. Well, that's all because of the perception around him and that he can't throw and he's not a quarterback and he didn't play enough quarterback. And, you know, I think that those are some hard things to overcome there when, when the fan base and everybody starts to kind of latch onto that. Last question. Uh, Shannon himself has said that Lance's base is much better this year. I don't know if it's true or not. Is it easier to fix your feet than your arm? Yes, it is. There's more moving parts to the upper body of the throwing motion. You know, base is like, that's a good staple. Hey, we can fix this during the season whenever. And it can create some, I mean, it can start be the, 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 the start of creating some good mechanics. You know, you've got to have that at first. If your legs are going together and apart and you're like a baseball pitcher and doing all that, you're never going to be able to throw the ball consistently accurate. So that's one less moving part. But now the upper body, as you heard me explain, there's a few things that go into that. And that's going to be the tough thing. And it's going to be the tough thing. Not only do I think, you know, hey, listen, do I think he can get better in those? Certainly, no doubt about it. But can he get better at it and then also carry it over to the game and then make it like second nature to where we're not thinking about anything anymore? This is you, Trey Lance. This is how you throw the ball now. And that's where I got to see it to believe it first. I think that's totally fair. I'm in the same boat. Everybody talks about the changes they made, and then we see in the games it goes right back to what it yeah. always has been. Yeah, that's right. It's hard. It's hard. And it's, it's where it does. It's like you got to get on it as soon as the season's over, and you got to rep it to death constantly and have people stay on you through OTAs and training camp and whatever. And then you get through a year of doing it the right way. Then you can get out of the woods and start to go, okay, no, 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 this is who I am now, right? Think about Aaron Rodgers coming out of college, right, doing mm -hmm. this. And all by the ear, the Jeff Tedford crap, right? He got to the NFL. He was a, a pretty good thrower. And then all of a sudden, it started to get down here. And all of a sudden, oh, oh uh-oh, watch out. Rodgers got the ball loose. And now it's lasers all over the football field. So, you know, there's an adjustment time there. And, and, and hopefully he can make it. Well, Chris, I can't thank you enough for all the time. Again, Chris Sims, top 40 quarterback rankings. You can hear him on the Chris Sims Unbutton podcast. You can see him on Pro Football Talk Live with Mike Florio. Thank you for keeping Florio in line with me not there. Oh, I, I try my best. You know, that's uh, there's only so much I can do. You know, it's, it's he's he's a diva. He's a diva, that guy, Florio. But we deal with them. We make it work. And uh, I miss you, Stats. You're doing a great job with your, your podcast. And hope you're well, buddy. Oh, thank you very much, Chris. We appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Yep, you know it. Whenever you want, man. All right? And go go Niners, all right? Yeah. Except when you play the G-Men. Yeah. Go Niners. I'll see you yeah. later this year. Hey, man. <laughs> Be good.